The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. There's power to forgive. That's why you came in here. Because everything that's blocking your way to your wealthy place is being removed. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. Every tree or plant in you that the Father did not plant, I got news for you. It's coming out. 3D can be controlled by 4D. So anything that you see going on out here, that's 3D. And everything going on out here can be stopped by 4D. But if you look at this, the woman who had one meal left, 1 Kings chapter 17. Now here's a prophet coming to her house and she had one meal left. Ready? Read. stop. Your meal and oil will not give out. Now suppose God came and told you your money will not give out. Now every time she went down there to get some meal, some more appeared. Now I'm saying he did that for her. How about the woman in second Kings chapter four, who only had one little jar of oil that as she poured in each vessel, what happened? The oil multiplied. Am I right about that? What happened when they were feeding the 5,000 plus women and children with two fish and five loaves? Every time they went in the baskets, what happened? They multiplied. Now, is God in the multiplication business? Yes. Now, will he multiply something for you? Yes. Now, suppose we had a food giveaway on the south side, a food giveaway on the west side, a food giveaway on the north side at the same time. And every time we went in the truck, come on, is this the right group now? Every time we went in the truck, now over in Genesis chapter 41, ready, read.
want you to see it. So Joseph put up storehouses in each city and the famine came and people came to Joseph to the storehouses to get food. And each one that came to get some corn, there was more corn. My point to you is, is those storehouses in those cities did not stay at a level that they kept going down. Come on now. See, I want you to be miracle minded. I want you to stop just thinking naturally that's 3D. You are not thinking that way anymore. You're going to be thinking supernatural. You're coming into a time now that you can pray for somebody. Watch this. Watch this now. And Jesus will show up in their bedroom. saying we're in a time right now that we can believe for something. Now I know Jesus seated at the right hand of the father, but the Holy Spirit can make that appear and Jesus can show up and look somebody eye to eye that don't like you. Say amen. Somebody you witnessing to and taking all that time, just tell father, give him a miracle. Jesus come down here and show up right there in the bathroom. And when they look in the mirror, they'll see Jesus right there in the mirror. Come on, come on. Believe, believe, man, believe. Come on, we got to believe. See, for us to get this wealth transferred, we're going to have to believe. Take a seat. Yeah. All right. Let me get to something here. Let's talk about the power to forgive. The power to forgive. And why do I say the power to forgive? Now here's Jesus. He's on the cross in Luke 23, 34. Ready? Read. Stop. Okay. So Jesus prayed for their what? Forgiveness. Now they're hanging him up there. Now he was innocent. Am I right? But he said, Father, do what? Forgive them. Over in Luke chapter 17 and verse 1, look what it says. Ready? Read. Stop. Woe unto him through whom they come. All right. I'm about to explain it to you. Watch it. So he says, if you're going to follow Jesus, then it's impossible, but that offenses will come. Now, when he preached that to the disciples, Disciples had a reaction when Jesus said, hey, if somebody trespassed against you seven times in a day, you forgive them. And the disciples said in Luke chapter 17, verse five, here's what the disciples said. Ready? Read. And the said unto the Lord, increase our faith. 
He said, Lord, you're going to have to give me some more faith for that because I'm about to dot this brother's eye. So you're going to have to give me some faith. Are you following what I'm saying? Power to forgive. It tells me that somebody can have an offense that goes so deep till it's impossible naturally to forgive. Now I want you to see Hebrews chapter 12, please, in verse 15. I want you to see this, and then I'm going to show you something. I'll picture after. Ready? Read. Now notice what he said. He said, here, there can be a root of bitterness come up and it will trouble you. Watch this. And many what? Be defiled. And I remember I was, you know, going to give a presentation to some people that came from headquarters because they were looking at promoting me. And so they came from headquarters and I was going to give one of the lead presentations and so forth. Why? They wanted to examine me because they're looking at promoting me and so forth. But I stopped by a friend's house that previous night. And that friend uh, dumped a lot of garbage. Well, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault for stopping by there. But he began to tell me how the whites are mistreating him and blacks in general at the company. And I began to listen to it. Now the Bible says over in Mark 4, 24, take heed what you hear. And he's saying here, a root of bitterness, a root takes a seed. And people who are bitter can be bitter and talk to you about their bitterness. And the seed is in itself. The seed of strife is in strife. The seed of bitterness is in bitterness. Come on, the seed, are you following the saying? So you don't know it, but it's spiritual seed and you can swallow that seed. I know, man, I've seen them do the same thing. You see what I'm saying? So I got bitter in within 24 hours. Look at the kind of tree that you can get that bitterness can grow. Bitterness can get so rooted down in a person, they just say this, I can't forgive him. There ain't no way I can't forgive. Yes, there is. There's power to forgive. That's why you came in here. Because everything that's blocking your way to your wealthy place is being removed. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. Every tree or plant in you that the Father did not plant, I got news for you. It's coming out. So what am I saying? I'm saying God's got big plans for you. And he's not going to let a tree of bitterness stop that plant. Well, you know what happened. I went there the next morning, began to give him a presentation. The guy said, well, Bill, what did you say? What do you mean when you said over the revenue side? I said, well, there it is right there. You can see it for yourself. Just ugly, ugly, because I ate some fruit that was not fit to eat, and I swallowed the seeds. 
and it took them less than 24 hours to grow up and produce. And you know what happened. I lost the promotion. I did that thinking I'm kind of consoling a brother and trying to hang out with him, make him feel good about this. He was wrong. I said he was wrong. And I had, as a believer, no uh, reason to be listening to that mess. Are you with me? Now, listen, don't get up and leave. I'm about to sew you up in just a minute. I'm telling you, we're doing major surgery here today. This is major. So let me give you a reason to forgive. First of all, if you look in the scriptures and you look and sing forgiveness, we've heard the scripture, whosoever shall say to that mountain. All right, let's put it back up there. Mark 11, 23 and 24. Let's put them back up there. All right, ready, read. Be thou removed, be thou planted, see, and shall not and shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he says. Next verse. Verily I say unto you and whatsoever you desire believe you receive them and you shall have. Stop. That's what we've read and we're saying praise God I'm a believer and not a doubter. That's wonderful. But look at the next verse. I want you to read that. Ready? Read. Next verse. So notice the first thing that will happen with holding unbelief is that their prayers will not be answered. I said prayers will not be answered. Let's look at something else uh, that'll happen because of it. Put it up there, please. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18. Put it up there. Ready? Read. Now stop right there. So when a person does not forgive, this is a story of a man who owed a lot of money and asked forgiveness and they forgave him his debt. Then he goes out there and finds somebody that owes him just a little bit of money. And the guy said, would you give me time to pay and forgive me? He said, no, I will not. And then the man who forgave him heard about it and called him back on the carpet. He said, now I forgave you your trespasses and you won't forgive him? He said, all right. Now look what happened to this man. Put the scripture up there, please. Ready? Read. Now, notice what he's going to do. He's going to turn you over to the Terminator. He's going to turn you over to the Terminator until you paid the debt. See, holding something against somebody is like being in debt. And it's got to be paid. So God says, I'm going to take it, all right. I'm going to take it out of your hide. 
I'm going to take it out of it. Well, not, not, he didn't quite say it like that. But um, that's what my daddy used to say. But, but he's, he, he's saying, listen, if you hold them, then I'm going to take it from you. Then I'm going to take mine back and I'm going to leave you to the tormentors until they've, they've gotten sufficient out of you. Now let's look at an example of that. Let's look here at a place where in the book of Esther, and Esther had a man named Haman. Haman was a wicked man. And Haman was having uh, people bow down to him. But Mordecai, who was a Jew, Esther's uncle, Mordecai wouldn't bow the knee and kiss the ring. And so what happened, he got mad about it and got, got, got real wicked and held the bitterness in him. And he said, let's kill all the Jews. So he went to the king and made a king, a deal with the king to kill all the Jews. Now, what's happening now? Now, here comes uh, 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 Haman. And Haman is really, you know, co- coming against him. But God gave Esther wisdom and gave a wisdom that the king pretty soon found out that Haman was doing something wicked. And so then he pronounced sentence against Haman. And over in uh, Esther chapter 8, verse 7, uh, Haman had made a gallows to hang Mordecai on it, but Haman got hung on his own gallows. You got what I'm saying? Now notice he hated the Jews, but the Jews didn't come out and fight his hate. They let God take care. Say amen. See, woe to them that hate you. See, you got what I'm saying? So God got your back. And not only that, did he hang Haman. Now don't, don't listen. Can I talk about this? Not only did he hang Haman, but now look at Esther chapter nine and you'll see Haman's sons got killed. Now notice what happened because Haman held all the bitterness, unbelief and hate. Not only did Haman get killed, watch this, but now his sons, his household got wiped out. Now, see, some people don't like to hear this because they might have to forgive somebody. I'm saying you don't have to forgive. Let the power come on you. My point to you is, is not only did, did, did Haman get punished, but his family got punished. Well, Pastor, now that's just one place. Okay, let's look at someplace else. Let's look at Daniel chapter six. Daniel was rising up and now here comes jealousy. Here comes envy and they schemed against him. And next thing you know, here's Daniel being thrown in the lion's den. Check it out now. Thrown in the but the lions wouldn't eat him. So look what happened here in Daniel chapter six. Ready? Read. Look who they throw in the lion's in. Daniel, the lion wouldn't eat Daniel. He wouldn't attack 
Daniel, because God's got your back. I don't care what trap they set for you. God's got your back. You don't need to hate. You don't need to hold on to him. Well, pastor, you don't know what he did to me. He walked out on me with all these kids. And the, you don't need to participate in that. Well, pastor, you know the white folks don't like it. You don't need to participate in that. You're about to get your family cursed. Now let that mess go. I, that's, that's a command. You let that mess go. God's got dominion for this whole earth that he wants you to participate in. They couldn't top you if they tried. If God be for you, come on. See, you, some of you don't like it because you've been watching this TV and it's been making you mad at another race when you have no, this is not an option for you. Once you get born again, you have to love your enemies. God's got your back. saying, if you don't care about you, care about your kids. They came against Daniel and here's the king. Next thing you know, God put a mind in the king to throw them all in there. Threw in all, I'm talking about counselors, mayors, everybody that came against him. Threw them in there, threw their wives in there, threw the kids in there. If they had a dog, threw him in there. If they had a cat, threw him in there. If they had a rat, threw him in there. I don't care what they had. Everything was going in there and the lions ate them up. Nothing's going to stop you from going to the top. Well, they don't like me. So what? In Jesus' name. You about to get rich and don't even know it. Take your seats. We want you to be merciful. Stop hating. Well, he didn't treat me right. Stop hating. When the king came to get Daniel out, in Daniel chapter 6 and verse 21, CEV translation. Watch this. This is how Daniel greeted the king. This is somebody who just threw him in there to be killed. Come on, Doc. I want you to read this. Ready? Read. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. That's 4D. I said that's 4D. But you running around here, running down your, your, your colleague or your, your business of, uh, you know, associates and so forth, you're doing all that 3D. That'll get you caught. You can't afford that now. I said, you can't afford that now. God wants to use you as a representative of heaven. God so loved the who? World. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, today is offering day on the broadcast. This is a time that we give the viewing audience and our partners and those who are being blessed by this broadcast an opportunity to sow into it. Now, we take the seeds that you sow us 
and we sowed the Word of God. <laughs> we sowing it all over the world. When I first came to Chicago, nobody knew me, and I have to say, nobody really probably cared. But look what look at us now. Look how we have expanded, and now we're preaching the gospel to, I don't know, on a weekly basis to almost a billion people. Now, God is doing that. That's not a bragging spirit. That's it's showing you what God has done for us since we've been preaching this gospel. Now, that's what we want to do is we want to even touch more people because one of the reasons the church is in the world is to save the world. We're to get this world into the kingdom of God, and we can't do it without them hearing the word. So as you sow, uh, God gives it to us. We sow again. We sow the word of God. Now, here's one of the things about sowing that is so important. Right now, um, it seems like uh, this country and, and the world really is going to a time, going through a time of inflation, and that's when prices of everything goes up and so forth, and people seem to have more month than money. And so, what we do in the body of Christ to get around that predicament is that we actually sow, because we are not connected to that system. When it the system goes down, we can go up. Well, let's take Noah, for example. Remember, the flood came with Noah. Well, he had the ark. And as long as he stayed in that ark, the worse the flood got, the higher Noah rose. Well, it should be the worse things get now economically, the higher the church is to rise. You're part of the church. It's time for you to go up. Now, you have to participate in God's way of doing it. So we sow seed. Once we do, God measures it back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men will give into our bosom. We'll have plenty to be able to buy whatever we need. Now, this is the time you're in. So as you sow that seed, I'm believing with you, I'm putting my faith with yours, that this harvest will come back plentifully and it'll come back quickly. Praise God. Now, just decide what you want to sow. And let's pray together. Father, we come to you for you in the name of Jesus, thanking you so much for those who are sowing into this uh, gospel uh, and the spreading of this gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Father, I pray this blessing come back to them, return multiplied now, quickly, in the name of Jesus. Now we thank you for it and we receive it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this time. This is Bill Winston saying, we'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. Today's life-changing message, Living in the Fourth Dimension, Volume 2, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order this four-part series, contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. Today's groundbreaking teaching will help you understand how to truly live your life operating in the realm of the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension is the realm of the supernatural where signs, wonders, and miracles occur effortlessly. This is the way God designed for us to live. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. 
Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. 